Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. another episode of Sexually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, situationships, friendships, I think I said friendships, and all the other shit in between. I'm Rez, and I got my guys with me. I got Measy with me. On the game. And I got Nick with me. Hi, guys. And it's Mother's Day. It's a lovely Mother's Day. Today's um, Tuesday, right? Yeah, but we're recording on Sunday. They know at this point that we don't record on Tuesday. I don't know. Some of you niggas are stupid. Okay, well, we're back um, recording on a Sunday. How was y'all weekend up to this point? What y'all do? Nothing. Bus ass and odds, God. That's it. You know, some slight. You won. You didn't really win. I really did. You were talking to the judges. It was a lot of crosstalk. And we still had seven cars while the other team had six, and you and he had... Uh... 18. <laughs> Minus... 18. <laughs> we had 18 cars. Minus Four. 10. We won. We won. <laughs> Minus 10, you know. You were just a little quicker. You, know? you was closer to the judge so you could show him your uh, song before we did. That's you, it. He was sitting beside that's her. That's it. No, oh, okay. that's oh. it. I'm not taking. I'm not taking it. I was typing, and uh, he was just like, went over there and whispered. Man, talking like, like a private game. I got going or something. Uh, like run out of booth or something. What's going on? We went to the. We went to the the session. Little kickback. You know. Oh yeah, okay. Little yeah. low key kickback. You know. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. We hung out for a little bit. Other okay. than that, I was at the crib chilling, sleep, slumped. As soon as we get done with this, wrap it up. <laughs> you going back to sleep again? Get back to it. Shit, I'm ready to lay down too. Avoiding uh, talking to jazz. You know how I'm doing. I'm trying to keep this weekend solo. Strong relationship. Wow, that sounds like a solid relationship. Just right you know, they say you do need to give somebody a chance to miss you. Facts. So I'm sure you miss her right now. Yes. And then when y'all talk again, it's going to be like, Riz, I need for you to stop putting words in my mouth <laughs> from the jump. <laughs> <laughs> I am enjoying my time alone. Okay. No, that's true, though. That's true. I, I like to get alone a month or so. A month? You know, yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, just pop in every now and then. You know, that's it. Just that's give it. her some time. That's it. That's just, it. Sometimes you need some space. Um, E, don't you try that. <laughs> <laughs> the most space he going to get is going into the different room, another room, and then I'm going to still be popping in. You okay? You need anything? That's it. That's it. Don't like it. <laughs> um, Nick, what did you do over the weekend? Oh man! So, uh, so yesterday I worked. Um, I moved a friend of mine down to um, Charlotte. Okay. Um, and then got back here and took care of some other stuff. And today, um, I had the luxury of going to church with my mother. And my pops and uh, my great aunt Beulah. Okay. Um, out in Sanford, North Carolina. Boys, country is a motherfucker out there, boy. Goddamn. Mm, mm, mm. I ain't never been down there. What, what well, I mean, they country? stay in the country, country part of Sanford. Like it's like it's that type. You know what I'm saying? It's like one street. 
It's like, an old town road. Yeah, pretty much. Bro. <laughs> yeah, like everything's starting to pop. Like shit's starting to get built on that road. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? And we like driving through. Like, damn, like that's coming. Up. Like, wow, bro. It's the type of city that just got a Walmart. A they super ju- Walmart. They just it's got a, a Walmart. Super bro. Walmart. They just got a Walmart. It ain't even super. It ain't even. It's super. not super. There ain't enough people. There ain't enough people in that part of town, bro. Yeah, I get it. This country. You remember when you said you drove through uh, Delaware? Was it? country as Delaware. Man, that shit was quick as a New York minute, boy. God damn. Like, that shit, it's like two stoplights in that motherfucker. And you like, but nah, it's, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's the same way, I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's just like outside of town. You know, it's not anything used to your norm. So. Right. Got it. Uh, my weekend, uh, it was, it started off rough. Um, uh, Eric's birthday is coming up. So I had some plans to get some things done to my hair. They fell through. So I had to uh, come up with something on my own to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, Still working through that. But um, went to the kickback, got wine drunk, which was a goal of mine for this weekend. And then I also did a hip hop cycle class on Saturday morning. Really just trying to focus on losing these weight, this weight so that my waist beads could fit like a little lower because right now they just hanging out up top and I just want them to drop. So, you know, I'm just focusing on that. Mm-hmm. Drinking champagne because it's less calories. You've been drinking your water? And drinking plenty of water. You, sure? you know, I stay okay. hydrated. All right, cool. Yeah, right. just drinking water. Sure. Uh, I can't, my cravings for food have gotten worse though. I still want to eat like Chick-fil-A. But um, I'm working on it. You can still do Chick-fil-A. We you cooked, just got to do the grill shit, man. You we cooked all that. week. All week we made dinner. Oh, for real? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Look at y'all. Yep. And then we had our cheat meal yesterday, and that was Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah, for real? Chick-fil-A was good. You can still do Chick-fil-A, man. They got the healthier options I like you, the bro. spicy chicken sandwich, oh, though. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard to resist, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that just... thing is good, and it's fried. Thanks. But um, y'all ready to jump into our topic for the week? Sure. I mean, it's Mother's Day, so I wanted to talk about mothers. As I was thinking about it throughout the day, I was like, dang, why did I do this? Because Mother's Day is hard for me um, every year. So, But I wanted to hear your opinions about Mother's Day and how your mothers shaped you and your lives and all that stuff. So um, let's get into it. So how would you guys describe your mothers? Uh, and uh, this shit gonna sound cliche. You know? <laughs> uh, my mom is a mom, bro. She's a black woman that is independent, strong, uh, whatever that the the cliche bullshit. She's just she's a a mom. Like uh, everything goes by her rules. It's her house, all that shit. She is a hardworking, determined to do whatever she wants type person. So. Whatever, whatever she ever, whatever she ever tried to do, she did. So it was, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like we struggled. I, I don't want to say that story. Like I'm the rapper right. that came from nothing. No, like we were decent. We we're okay. We went to City Trends every pay Friday. <laughs> I got, I got new Jabo t-shirts. <laughs> I had a closet full of clothes that I never wore, and she would wonder, like, you. I bought this like. Three months ago, why haven't you wore it? I was that kind. That was that mom. I was always dressed nice, so it wasn't like a a bad situation. It was always just good. I ate well. My love for Tostitos is still there. So everything is fine. True. True. Yeah. 
Life was not bad. She was a pretty good mom. Good mom. Okay. Yeah. Mama cool, bro. Mama cool. Um, but not nah, my mom and um I don't know, man. Like, okay, so I would describe my mother. Um my mom is one of a kind, man. She's the type of mom. She's that mom that everybody wishes was their mom if they didn't actually, you know what I'm saying, if, she, if you didn't have your mom. Like, it's, she's that type. I've had multiple people say, man, I, if if my mom wasn't my mom, I would wish my mom was like your mom. Your mom is so warm. Uh, when I met her, she just had, like, that warm, embrace me, welcoming energy. So you, I could I definitely mean, see that. Yeah, and I, I describe her as one of a kind, but you know, you know moms like that. She's, like, like me said, she's, bro, she's a mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you almost mean that, like... Just adds an adjective itself. It's like, you know, it's like, bro, she's a mom to anybody, especially anybody that I love, you know what I'm saying? That, that her mm-hmm. children love. If, if, you know, if her children love you, she's going to find a way to love you, you know? And just people, you know, and just people, period, man. Like you said, she got that warm thing about her. And, you know what I'm saying? You can get that vibe. You get that vibe from other women, but it's, I mean, I'm biased, so it's my mom, you know? <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just, she's just, I, I just love her, man. You know what I'm saying? I, that's I've been in love with. That was the first one I fell in love with. You know, so it's like, you know, what can you say? It's you know, it's mommy, bro. You know, right? So <laughs> even sitting here and talking about it, you're smiling ear to ear. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, my so okay, this is where it gets tricky. So I have a stepmom. Mm-hmm. And she's been there for a majority of my life. So I'm going to go ahead and describe her first. She has like that warm, welcoming vibe, very loving, very caring, just one of those people that you would never see get upset. And if you were to see her get upset, it's like, well, you must have really messed up if you got her upset with you. Um, Funny. She could cook. She's strong. She is supportive. She will ride with whatever I got going on. You know, if I was to tell her tomorrow, look, um, I don't want to go to school tomorrow no more. I want to do X, Y, and Z. She would be there for me. Like, just ride or die. That's how I would describe my stepmom. Um, my other mom, my birth mom, she is very unique. She is a very unique individual. Think of me turned up by like 20. Like mm-hmm. my mom is a turn up queen. Um very animated, very funny, very energized, just like a bubbly person, but uh unlike my stepmom, she she does get upset. So mm-hmm. <laughs> two completely opposite. Um blessed in a sense to have two different women in my life to be able to call mom. And, you know, I'm just thankful for that. Because mm-hmm. where one lacks, the other one definitely picks up. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Right. So, um, how do you feel like your relationship have... Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is hard. How do you guys feel like your relationships have grown throughout the years with your mothers? Uh, I don't... Because I, mean... I feel like growing up, we looked at them like... This is the perfect person. This person can do no wrong. This is somebody that I know loves me unconditionally. And but I also can't play with them. Oh, I don't think that. I give a buck, bro. I didn't 
see that. I just saw, like, it was my mom, bro. Like, she was my mom. I lived with her. You know, she took care of me. She was mean as hell when she had to be. <laughs> like, like she was a mom. Like, bro, like, if I needed something, I I had to go to her to get, get whatever it is I needed. Like, bro, I, had to, I needed to talk to her. But I also knew the boundaries, bro. Like, I knew, like, she works third shift, bro. So it's Saturday. Don't bother her until, like, noon. <laughs> like, I knew, like, certain shit. Like, I had to, like, you know, all she wanted me to do is go to school, be good, like, be a good kid. So I knew. I figured that's it. So now, as an adult, it's the same way, bro. My We, like, have a... We, our relationship is complicated, but it's not bad. It's just, like, one of those things where... Around graduation from high school, it got a little rough. Okay. And uh, as I started from, like, 13 up, I started to realize, like, bro, something not right here. And this is not how this is supposed to be. And I started realizing, bro, I'm never going to be able to grow up listening to her. Because everything she said was law. And I was like, bro. I'm not making my own choices. I'm not making nothing. It's whatever she wants. And it's not, there's no nothing. Like, like nothing. I'm being stuck in this box. So it was either her way or you had to right. get out. Oh, I had to just sneak and do some shit. Like, okay. I had to do what I wanted to do. And a lot of times I feel like that I got that from her. Like, she's one of those persons. She's like, not married, single mom. She did whatever she wanted to. Ain't nobody tell her shit. And so I feel like I determined, like, if I don't want to do something, I ain't got to do it. Because I learned that from her. She didn't have no nothing. She did what she wanted to. Right. And so, like, as we got older, as I got older, I started to realize, like, bro, I've got to start making choices for myself. And uh, What age was that? Like 18. Okay. Like 18. So like that's after right when gra- you got out like of After school. graduation, like right after graduation. I got into a car wreck and our relationship got rocky. And we would argue and we would fight more often. And then when I went to college, I felt like she was putting me out, basically. Like, don't get me wrong, she bought all the necessities, she did everything, but it was like, bro, it's like you feel like you're ready for me to go. And so I'm like, it got to that point. And then I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. So I remember moving back home from school, the whole way down, all the way home, we argued, all the way down. And it's just like, bro, I never got a chance to be a teenager. I never got a chance to know what it's like to be on my own. So what do you expect? <laughs> like, what do you expect for me to do if I never knew? I never made none of my own choices. So we had that argument, you know. I I lived with her for like two more years after that. It was cool. And then I moved out. And when I moved out, uh, I started to realize, bro, I we talked like regularly because we lived together. Once we stopped living together, it's just like here and there or when we would see each other. Like, so yeah. it's not a regular conversation, but I can always pick up the phone and call. And she can always, she always picks up the phone and call. But it's just like one of those things was like, bro, I, I'm not trying to force this only because it's like, bro, we're gonna, we're gonna clash because we're alike. Because of the history? Yes. And it's like, bro, my mom won't talk to me about shit. Like, I'm like, bro, I've been trying to tell you this is how I feel. 
She don't care. And it's just like, and it be, and it be that I love my mom to death. The nicest person in the world. Don't get me wrong. We're fine. We're together. I just took her and my grandma out to eat today for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we just, we went to K&W. Okay. Lit. Oh, no, dirty lit. K&W. Lit. Boy, look, lit. dirty K&W. And so, you know. What's it, um, K&W, guys? What? Oh, okay, we're going. Field trip. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, so we, no, we can't uh, tell it. Yeah. Can't we tell went you. to we can't tell me. Yeah, yeah. we'll take you there. Okay. <laughs> we went to K&W, uh, and uh, it's just like. We're very cordial, and it's not nothing. It's not a bad relationship. It's just we don't talk as much as we probably should. Yeah. And so, like, I just be feeling awkward because I feel like she still views me as just the kid. It's like, Ma, I'm going to go buy a beer. <laughs> I'm going to stay out late, and, and I'm going to say a couple cuss words, and it's okay. <laughs> like, just it's okay. Few, just it, a few. I'm going to o- try to tone it down while you're here. It's going to be okay, Ma. And so it's just one of those things, and it's like, I think, I think, like, as I like grow older and you know maybe some kids come it's gonna grow better it's gonna be one of those we talk like once a like every other day type right. thing but it's just right now it's just like i i'm we're the same person yeah, so i know both, why yeah so i know why it's like that you both work third shift right yeah so i know why it's like that and then you don't want to be too overbearing like calling every week and stuff but i get it yeah if you could have how would you want the relationship to be would you want to talk more i i always want to want the 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 nervousness to disappear um, like i woke up this morning i was like bro it's mother's day I hate holidays, bro. Like all of them: mm-hmm. Christmas, I birthday, Thanksgiving. I don't want to do that because I don't look. I don't like the expectation thing. Like I, I don't want to like feel like I'm old to get you something, and then on the reverse, I don't feel like you should get me something because I don't care. And so it's like a thing where I hate. So like I had a card. I bought a card and I had it, but I was just like, bro, I don't really want to get up. I ain't want to get out of the bed in general. Uh. And then uh, then I called, and then uh, she happened to be with my grandma. So I got up, took a shower, and I went. And then I was just like, you know what? I'll just take them out to eat while I'm here. So I, we went to K&W. But so a lot of times it's just like, bro, I don't. It's like weird because it's always I. She still thinks that I'm just the kid. It's like, Ma, you got to relax. You don't yeah. have to, like, make sure that I'm <laughs> in the house. Like, like I'm okay. I think it's going to come with more experiences together, like seeing you be a father or seeing yeah, you I feel like, do different yeah. things. So I just feel like it's one of those. Yeah. yeah. So how's your relationship with your mom, Nick? <laughs> You come off. I think you would be like considered a mama's boy, just based off of the way that you described your mother. Um. Yeah, yeah. I I guess I am. Yeah. Um. But I've always kind of, I've been called that before, and I think it was like trying to be phrased almost as an insult, but it's not. You know, I'm saying I know you're not. I know I you're think not it's making an insult. An insult. No, yeah, but it's like um. I think some people think it carries like a negative connotation. I'm like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? That's my best friend. I'm sorry, I guess it I depends on the woman that. that it's coming from because if you're saying it like a negative thing, you're always around your mom. But I feel like the guys that are under their mom a lot are a little nicer 
towards women. That I mean, yeah, I mean, so I, obviously there's I circumstance would, yeah. to everything, but I mean, um, it's you know what though, I like I said, that's my best friend, bro. Um, I t- you know I tell her almost everything, um, okay. but you know obviously there's <laughs> some, some things stuff you there. gotta leave out. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a few things. You know I leave out like the other day. Um, she found out I have a gun. Oh God! And she, and she didn't know. She didn't know I had a gun. She she never knew I. Any, I did anything I had to do with guns. Yeah, right. She never knew. So um, she was just like, you know what I'm saying? She she didn't react. She was like, oh, you have a gun? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it was like, but um, anyway, off topic. Uh, I um, was thinking about something while listening to him talk. Yeah. Um, I, it's not, no, I was listening to him talk. It was just, you know, something popped in my brain and I didn't want to forget it and I wanted to bring it up before I forgot. Um. You kind of got to be, because something really crazy happened. Let me just, okay, so so it, it wasn't crazy. No, it wasn't crazy. Let me not say that. No, it was just, it was kind of eye-opening, right? Um, so today's Mother's Day. Like I said, I took, I went to church with my mother, my father, and my great-aunt Beulah. Um, so we went to this little country church, but it was, boy, it was fire. Oh, my God, it was fire. True. Um, There's like 50 people in the building. Um, and as soon as we walk in... There's like a foyer, obviously, um, and there's this lady. This she must have been in her fifties, mm-hmm. um, and then there's this kid. Um, and we walked in, and I turned and looked to my left, and all I heard was sobbing. And you know, you know what I'm saying. If you know, if if you have that kind of relationship, not not even if you have that kind of relationship, with your mom. If but if you know what it's like. To miss your mommy, that sob was so distinct, and it was just it just made me realize like bro, we have to take advantage of time, you know what I mean, like because you don't wanna ever look up and regret or you know look back and say, "Damn, I wish I would have taken more advantage of my time, you know because all of our time is gonna run out at some point. Right. And it just, you know, I didn't even need, you didn't even need to ask what what was wrong. You know, like a mother's, like, you know that, you know that cry. It was just like so distinct. And it was just like, bro. Heartbreaking. Dude. So it's just like, man, especially Measy dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? You do it on your own time. You do whatever you need to do, bro. But, you know. Just got to get that it. relationship. Got it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Go. I don't know the. I don't know the. You know the dynamics of what what's went on or whatever, bro. But you know, you got your mommy here, bro. You know, you want to always take advantage of that time. You know, and and communication, just talking. You know what I'm saying? You'll you'll start to learn so much, bro. Like you know, it's just just expect. Like okay, so I I only say that to say like I didn't really learn to appreciate my mother as a human being until I was in my teens. Because she was always so supernatural to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I always viewed her as this angel because her cloak was so good. They her do a good job with for, that. Her cloak for her children was so good. She can put it on so good. It, whatever was going on, her that kind of warm energy, it never went away for us. It, no matter what was going on outside, no matter what was going on, you know, it was just everything she could put on over you know, it was just like, geez, man. Like, so it wasn't until I was maybe in my teens that I kind of remember starting to view her as, oh man, like she has genuine feelings. Like she gets really sad. She has times where she is, you know, 
down and depressed and hopeless and sad and mad and because I you know you just never saw that you know she was that type so I don't know bro it's just um our relationship has grown so much over the years just because of communication and just talking you know what I'm saying I I I stopped keeping things from her that I felt like I needed to keep from her you know when she's seen that she was a person too and she dealt with those feelings before. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. Or she or she at least knew she at least knew what to say. It might not have been what I what I wanted to hear, but you know what I'm saying? And and the message today in church was just about um having mothers around that pray, having mothers around that believe. You know what I'm saying? It's and it's not even and you know what I'm saying, I, I you know me, I I'm in there boohoo crying, but you oh. know, it's just but it's still like, you know, um that can go universal. It's just having having somebody around that that loves you and cares about you and is always thinking about you and always wants the best for you. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of praying, whether your mom prays or not, you know, who cares? But, you know, it's just like at the end of the day, having somebody who cares, who gives a shit, you know what I'm saying? Who at the end of the day, you know for a fact they do. So um, that the more... The older I get, the more I appreciate my mother, man. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, take advantage of because, you know, any of us can go any minute. So it's just like, man, I'm trying to soak up every every moment I can, you know, with that woman because, you know, again, it's my, you know, that's my baby. All you can do is remember that lady and how she was crying in the church. Dude. And just everybody that's out here without a mother and just having to experience life without them. Because it's somebody you think that you're going to outlive. Or you think you they'll just be around forever? Forever, right? It's like there there's some of those people that's like, well, I mean, there's, there's even people like that. It's like, bro, you never think they could go, yeah. And then one day they do, or one or one day it could happen, and you're like, okay, dude, this, you know, what I'm saying I, I can't even imagine. So I, I try not even think about it, but it's just like, damn, man, like, but um, yeah, <laughs> so. But yeah, you. Tell us, tell us stuff. (laughs) So mine is gonna be a little longer because you know I got two stories. Sure. So I'll go ahead and start with uh, my birth mom. Uh huh. I came out of her womb August twenty fifth, nineteen ninety, around four forty p.m. And (laughs) allegedly, (laughs) allegedly, right? That's what my birth certificate says. But just. A lot of my memories with her come between my early childhood, so we did get to spend a lot of time together then. But even just growing up with her, I could tell that she's been through a lot of trauma, and she just really had issues with being a mother. Um, From the beginning of our relationship, it started off as us just being friends, you know, my mom liked the joke. We was joking all the time. We was playing. We was going with her on her missions that we probably shouldn't have been tagging along with. Like, my mom was doing some fuck shit, and we probably shouldn't have been around. But um, I definitely feel like I get my edge from her because she does not take shit. Um, it's, it's been multiple times where me and my mom had to pull up, and mind you, I'm like six. And like, mom, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be in the backseat. But our relationship was good. It really took a turn when her and my dad got divorced and we had to go through that separation. And I could just tell that it was just something off about her. And me and my sister would have to go over there for weekends and she just wasn't living right. Like the stuff that she was doing 
wasn't fit for two young girls to be seeing it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen a lot. And it was hard. But at the end of the day, you still love your mom because that's your mom. Mm-hmm. So um, her lifestyle got her in trouble. She ended up going to jail. And ever since then, our relationship has been strained. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of tough. But... Mm-hmm. um. I really had to do a lot of coping with that situation because it was like, well, I don't know why she's not here, but, you know, I'm good, I guess. And it's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you talked to her? Uh, so when we went to Delaware back in March, I seen her and we talked and it seemed like she was getting her life together, but it's not there. And... um. Her birthday just passed, and I tried to call her. Her phone is off. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. that's where that's at. But it's a really touchy situation because that's my mom. Like, I can't have hate for her, but I am upset, you know? like What are you upset about? It's certain things that you should have been there for that you weren't, and it's just like, okay, I'm upset that you missed a lot of stuff in my life. You misshaping me into the person that I am now. Um, Your choices and your lifestyle really held you back from seeing things. Like, she really didn't meet Eric until about a year into our relationship. And Mm. that's a very important person in my life. Um, She didn't come to my graduation, my high school graduation. She didn't come to my college graduation. She just wasn't there. It's like almost like having a deadbeat dad, <laughs> but I got a deadbeat mom, so it's tough. Mm-hmm. And then I have to be a role model for my sister at the same time because she's at the point where she's like, "Well, you know, mom did this, or mom said she was going to do that, and she didn't do it." And she's to the point where she's like, "I don't want to. I don't even want to deal with it anymore." And she's in Delaware, so they could see each other a lot more. And I have to look at her and be like, well, at the end of the day, this is mom. Mm. You know, we know how she is, but you still need to be accepting to that because wouldn't it suck if something happened to her and we're sitting here with all this resentment in our heart? So you have to just accept people for what they can give you. Mm. And that's where I am when it comes to my mom. Like, she may not be able to be everything, but... I'm going to accept her for what I can get in my life because I love her and that's somebody that you need. Mm-hmm. So, so I just got I just got a just a random question. You yeah. Do what it is as you please. Um, you know, I'm just watching you talk right now. Um, and you know, what I'm saying the energy is clear. <laughs> um, at what point do you think it's good for you mm-hmm. to kind of? Because I don't know, I, I, have you have you really just kind of forgiven her for that stuff? Yeah, um, it was a time where I didn't talk to her for like two or three years, mm-hmm. and actually, just recently after I graduated from college uh, in 2017, mm-hmm. I think that's when I kind of was like, you know what, I just gotta accept her for what I can get at this moment because it would really suck if something happened to her and I didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Hmm. So I'm forgiven. I have forgiven. Okay. 
I mean, I don't know. It, I don't know. Something something about that just seems like you still carry something around that you, I don't know if you should be carrying around. Cause it's, it's, like, it's almost like after having this relationship throughout all this all these years, it's almost like you just expect something to happen. Like, it's almost like I don't want to get my hopes up with this situation okay. because I know what the outcome could potentially be. And I know how that feels. Mm. To go through that with her. So it's like, mm, my nose is running. It's like, um, I don't want to put myself in that situation. So I'm guarded with that. Mm-hmm. But it's not that I haven't forgiven her because I did. Okay. All right. No, I mean, that's good, first of all, that you that you have, you know. Um, but like you said, you know, it's just kind of always thumping that in your head that, People are people, you know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. going to do what they want to do, but you got you love them for who they are, you know what I'm saying? And and that's all you can do. Yeah, you know? so like you said about your mom being that superhero mm-hmm. for you, my mom probably was a superhero up until age three, mm-hmm. and then I seen her for who she is. You and saw a different side. Her emotions and everything. Like I, She didn't have the cloak, everything is good. It was like, I feel this way. This is how I'm going to express it. I'm still your mom. However, I'm upset right now, and just, just crazy. You remember that that age distinctively, like mm-hmm. it cutting off then. Yeah, Some, something happened then. I remember seeing her okay. wilding out. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that with uh, my birth mom. Um, as far as my stepmom goes, this is another. This is where I say. Um, where one of them lacked, the other one picked up. Like my mom, even though we had our situations when we when we're good, we're good. So we can hang out, we could party, but it's more like a friendship, I should say. Mm-hmm. So my stepmom came in when I was about twelve, and this is when I was going through all that stuff with my mom not being there. You know, my dad, of course, moved on. He has some shitty women. Okay, <laughs> but <Jeez. laughs> horrible. You could tell that they was not there for me and Sissy. But to Septon, or damn, can you bleep that out? Oh, no. uh, my stepmom. <laughs> We've said her name a bunch. I thought like I said her name. She came in and I hated her. I was like, who is this lady? Why you always got to have somebody that I am tired of eating these Salisbury steaks, but damn, like. I am tired of eating these Salisbury steaks. <laughs> we're not going to shit on banquet. We damn sure ain't going to do that. Like, I'm tired of these baked beans and hot dogs. I'm tired of these baked beans and hot dogs. Like, I ain't never tired of them. But... I'm about to say, bro, hold up. Now, Rez, you're going too far now. Come on the now, man. The baked beans and the hot dogs. But, yeah, so she oh, came God, in. beans and weenies, boy. Oh, God, well. Right, my fault. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Y'all remember the movie Parent Trap? Yeah. So that was out. So me and Sissy was looking at it as like, we gonna get her out of here. Like so we oh. would just do everything from being brats to being mean, telling her you're not my mom. What? <laughs> wow. Jeez. As an adult, can you imagine somebody's child telling you you're not their mom Bring and up. the thoughts that you have? Y'all need y'all little asshole for that. <laughs> Because y'all probably being bad as hell. And they try to pull that card on you, nigga. Like, come on, man. Uh Uh-uh, see. Yeah, but she came in. She she went through the test. And we gave it to her probably up until high school, maybe, is when we stopped. Now, that's a good middle school career of just straight BS. Just bad. Just 
not listening, but you had to think we were coming from a damaged situation. So um, in high school is when things kind of started making the shift. Mm. And I started respecting her as a woman because I was horrible. If if we ever go up there and we go visit, I'll let her tell you some of the stories. I'm not going to put them out here on my platform, though. But <laughs> in high school is when it shifted. And I realized, you know, she's a good person. She's a good woman. She came into our lives at a vulnerable time when we didn't have a female figure. When my dad was feeding us. You know, he's a man. So he couldn't give us that sensitive side. Think for a second. Think for a second. What's like one of the worst things you did? Just tell us one thing. Like what's what's one thing you did? Like, man, I was such a such an asshole for that. I would just um she's gorgeous. So I, I feel like I really looked up to her, but couldn't really identify with those feelings because I wanted her to be my mom. So I would just go into her room and just take stuff. That didn't belong to me. Oh, you're a little thing nasty. <laughs> and wear it to school. And she would be like, hey, girls, have you seen my top? And I'd be like, no, I haven't seen it. Whole time I wore it that day. And yeah, it oh, was you a little, pretty oh, bad. Oh, oh see? So yeah. she, after that situation, she took my door off of my room. And she was like, since you want to take stuff and invade she my took privacy. the door off you. I'm going to show you what it feels like. Because she couldn't hit us. What's she gonna do? She gonna beat me? <laughs> that's good though. No, that's, no, that's oh, that's clever, man. Oh yeah, I like it. Oh man. So yeah, that was one of the worst things. But our turning point came when I started when I got older and I realized, you know, what she did was great. Everything that she taught us, because when she came into our lives, I was a baby dyke. I would say, wow, um, a baby wow. dyke. Yeah, wow. hardcore. That's t- probably the next rapper coming out, right? Yeah, uh, we got tomboy. Baby, we got baby. I. Yeah, we got. Yeah. I was do I was doing boy stuff. Sure. And she would come in. She'd be like, <laughs> cross your legs. Do this. Do that. You shouldn't be eating like that." And I mean, you need a woman in your life. You need a mother. And she really saved the day because I was letting my nuts hang. That's real. No, I was dirty. Oh, she God. taught me how to be a woman. <laughs> I was wild. She said I was dirty. I was she taught dirty. me how to be a woman. She'd be like, "If you don't get no," but she really came in and she took charge. And the way that she supported us, and you know, as you get older, and you say. I wouldn't want no man with no kids. She came in and she did that. She came in, she cooked. She came in, she showed us how to do our hair. She don't know how to do hair. She ain't got no hair. Mm. She was doing our hair. She was permanent, cutting it. She was a salon. Mm. So just having those situations and growing up and seeing how she was there when she could have left, it just really changed our relationship. I think the big change came... When I moved out and I had to start doing everything on my own when I first got my first apartment and I would just have to be like, how do you X, Y, and Z? How do you cook what you be cooking? How do I clean Mm. this right? Or Mm. how should I handle this situation? And then that's when it kind of started making the shift to her not just being a guardian and a provider, but her actually being somebody that I can go to for advice and trust their opinion and not feel like I'm being judged. And she knows pretty much everything about what's going on. I don't really, I mean, except for, you know, the the nasty stuff. But she knows the good stuff about me. She knows the bad stuff about me. So 
And she listened to the show, so she probably know the nasty. <laughs> yeah, she knows something. She knows something. She, she said she'd be cutting it off. But Cut. yeah, so that's where we're at. Our relationship is really good. Nothing I can tell her. Nothing I can't not depend on her. Where as, you know, after being let down so much, having her to be there and be dependable is everything to me. Mm. So that's where I'm at with that. Mm. Rough mother story. <laughs> Uh, no, it's bro. You just like you said, you got different perspectives, but you know, you just always want to again, like you said, you always want to keep in mind, bro. You just just love people for what they can get. You know what I'm saying? Those two people that you pretty much stuck with, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you just love them for what they what they can give you, and or for what they do, and that's you know for who they are, and you know that's it. You know, yeah, that's but, all I can do. Yeah, yeah. So, so before we uh, wrap up this conversation. I just want to know, what is the biggest lesson that your mothers have taught you guys? Or a trait that you feel like you got from them? Uh, I think you got to work. Like, no matter what it is, you, you've got to do it. Like, I, like, I remember, <laughs> it's a crazy story, I remember I was like, Right, like fourth grade, and uh, my mom used to work. My mom's always been a CNA, so she used to she worked at the hospital. And um, I remember she like told me that she was gonna uh, like start doing overtime. She's gonna start working twelve hour shifts, and I was like, well, why? And she was like, you know, because I had to make some some extra money. And then I remember I started crying, and she was like, why are you crying? And I was like, because never gonna get to see you now. Right, and uh, from that moment, I realized it's like sometimes you have to do what you have to do, like regardless. And uh, she also taught me independence, cause like from like I was like a latchkey kid in like the third grade, <laughs> so like she would have to be at work super early, and so I get home from school, got my little key. You know, be in the house chilling, watching, playing video games and shit. And so I learned how to not depend on somebody. Like I could be by myself. I can take care of myself. Wait, wait, you called it what? A latchkey? A latchkey. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is that? Oh, like I, I didn't. I grew up. I went home after school. You I had my own like key. Yeah, by myself. Oh, I was by myself. At what age now? Uh I would say it probably started whatever age you are in third grade. It's like third grade, fourth grade. Like I rode my bike to school. Like my my school is close okay. enough I could walk. Okay. My grandma used to live next door, so okay. like, I didn't know. That, I just didn't know that's what they called them. Yeah, so, I mean, I was so my grandma lived next while. door, so she would get she would work second. So I would get home, she would already be at work. But I had like family that lived down the block from us. True, true. So if I needed something, I just got a block. True. So I would just be at home chilling, <clears throat> and um, it taught me that like independence. And so then like. Once I got like to high school and I got my first job, it was like, bro, I'm making I'm what? Sixteen, making eight fifty five, bro. Oh, y'all need overtime? What, we finna stay here all day? Yes, I'm here, bro. I'm in here working. And it just taught me like, bro, you you gotta work hard to get the stuff that you want and appreciate and taught me independence. So that's one of the biggest things that I rem- I know she taught me. And uh it's just it's like good, like now I understand like why she did what she did. Cause I don't have no kids, and so it's hard taking care of myself. So right. imagine 
being a single mom, you gotta take care of a little bad, a little ugly little boy. No. All right. oh. So, uh, so it was one of those things where I learned to understand like why, why she works so hard. Right. So, it was one of those. That's okay. probably the biggest thing. That's a big lesson. That's something you're gonna carry with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real, hustle, ambitious. Yeah, facts, man. Yeah. Independence. <laughs> nah, that's a good one, though. I mean. Um, I kind of think that's why our relationship is a little tarnished. Because, like. Work, work, work. Nah, work. not just work. It's just like, I know what it's like to be with, by myself, and she did too. It's like, uh, it's either either I'm in the house by myself, or she was in the house by herself. Uh, and so it's like, I know, like, you know. When we get together, it's all great, but a lot we're gonna spend a lot of time separate, and so I think that's what it is, and so it's one of those things where it's just like i <coughs> i it's just it's grown with me more than I've let go being by myself, so it's one of those. Like, that's why I, when I said earlier about me and Jazz, it's just kind of just want to be by myself sometimes. And I feel like I learned that. Like, it's okay to be by yourself. It takes some time. So. Right. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Uh, I've never really thought about that before. Um, One of the biggest lessons my mom taught me. Um, I probably have to say... Just without her, without her actually like saying it or, you know, trying to instill it, just me learning from it is to just treat people like human beings, mm-hmm. you know, treat people with kindness, you know, um, she's just done such a good job at um, kind of just like maintaining this image of this angel to so many people. Yeah. She's had a daycare for 25 years. So she's just seen so many kids. She's raised so many kids. Um, and just like the love that she gets from them, the love that she gets from people in general, um, it's just a testament to how good of a person she is, how good she is at being a human. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and so, you know, and so just a lesson for me is just to, just to try to treat people like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, try not to. Show love. Just, the, being, love. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right just kind of, I mean, that's what she's, that's what she's good at. That's what she's been good at. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm just going to try to, I'm just going to say that just because, you know, other than that, it's like that sticks out the most when I think about my mom. It's just, you know, it's my yeah. mommy. Oh, uh, well, for my for my mom, my mom taught me to be myself, to be outspoken, to also just don't care what people think. Like, do you do you, boo boo? And be your best self when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stepmother taught me definitely how to just manage life. Just watching her and her routine and 
how she pays attention to every detail and just gets stuff done with her schedule. Like, she's definitely somebody that's a planner, that's on her schedule, that makes things happen. So that's mm. something that I learned from her, and that's something that I always take with me. And it may be a little annoying just always planning things out, but I definitely learned how to be a planner having her in my life. And Shit, that's a hell of a tool to take. <laughs> yeah, so definitely always thinking about what's next and thinking about the future plans and how things are going to go. So that's big. Sounds like we got some good moms, y'all. Give it up for the moms. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to all the mothers out there. Y'all really, really get it done. So let's take a break and then we'll come back with our final thoughts. And we'll be back. And we're back. So that topic was heavy for me. I don't know about y'all. So I want to end it on a lighter, a lighter note. Um when your parents get older, as they get older, they're going to need a little bit more assistance. Are y'all trying to let y'all parents live with y'all or y'all going to put them in the home? That's a lighter note, Rez. <laughs> I didn't lighter. know that's where you were going. This is lighter. Hell? Okay. It is lighter because, you know, you ever have your mom do something and you like, man, I can't wait to put you in that home. <laughs> no. No? Okay. Just me. No. Nah, right. nah, well. No, Rez. <laughs> 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 that's um, dark. But no, 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 no. It's I don't know, man. Like because you think, I, like I don't know. For I've okay, so I've gotten I've talked about this before with somebody, um, but it's like and just doing it for work, mm-hmm. um, like it's this part of my job, right? So I'm moving, you know, my people into homes, you know, mm, all the time, God. right? Um, and you want to think, you want to think that. You would be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you raised me, you know, so are you at least aided in raising me? You know what I'm saying? I can at least take this bullet for you when you need it down the road. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you think about all that it takes to support a human. That's a lot. And you'd be like, damn, dog. Like, yeah, this could use a little help. And this nice little spot over here, they got two elevators and... uh they got a really nice dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like they, really they nice staff. Facts. I mean, staff. I'm mean, <coughs> just a beautiful group of black women. I'm telling you, just mm-hmm. you'll love them. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? But no, nah, nah, it's like I don't know, man. Like you know, it's so I don't. That's why it's like, bro. I don't even know if I want to think about it because it's like, bro, when that There's time comes, you might just gotta pull about. that trigger. Like, yeah, bro, let's go ahead and do this thing, bro. Like, yeah, you can go ahead. And we'll get you over in 306. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I'm gonna come back every weekend though. I promise. Oh god, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm gonna take you out too. We are gonna go out once a week. Yeah, Walmart trips. Oh god, yeah. You already know Walmart trips. <laughs> I'm saving my money up so my parents can come live with me because they they going. I mean, they gonna find a purpose in the house. You know, Lisa she cook real good, man. Okay, <laughs> she so she could come live with me long. That, as she can, come, that can come in and handy, my dad boy. on that grill. Whoo, See, that can come in handy, boy. Actually, I'm, telling you. I'm at the point in my life where I want my parents to live with me right now. So I'm saying, bro. Like, I'm ready. We don't even got to wait. You could like come. Italians, man. Real. We got an extra Italians. bedroom. <laughs> we could split the rent. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's only eight hours, guys. Come <laughs> come live with us. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I already know what's going to happen. I watched it. I watched it happen already. 
I told you I took my mom and my grandma out to dinner. So when I came home from uh when I came home from college, my grandma fell and broke her hip. Mm. So she had to come live with us. Mm-hmm. And uh uh watching them two interact in the house was the funniest shit ever <laughs> because they're just alike. Yeah, you're just watching they're, two different it's two a different mirror generations. Yes. <laughs> like, and so so eventually I feel like I don't I you know I didn't pay attention to it. I really didn't care. But I I feel like like my grandma was kinda like like telling my uncle like she didn't really want to be here. <laughs> and so it it was got to a certain point where my mom was like, you know what? If you want to be here, I I'm trying. Yeah. And so my grandma is in a home like now. So I feel like when it's my turn, it's gonna be, uh, she's gonna want her independence. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna have to. I think my mom's <clears throat> gonna be all right, and she's gonna live by herself until the day she dies. But I think if something was to happen, she gets sick or something, she's gonna now she's gonna want her independence. She's not gonna want to stay with me and do all of this. So I already know that's gonna be the case. I, and I feel the same way about my dad. My dad's gonna die in his own house. I already know that. So you got some strong parents. Yeah, they're gonna handle yeah, it. Like, bro, they don't. Bro, I went to my mom's house the other day. There's two pictures of in there of me. It's, it's like I was never there. <laughs> they're all like like downstairs, but upstairs is only like two. So I was like, <laughs> she's 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 gonna be okay. She's she <laughs> yeah, she's this. good. She's good. All right, let's uh, jump into the baby maker. You are uh, now tuned in. I decided to switch it up. It was Mother's Day, so why not play a mom song? This is uh, Elijah Blake, uh, Mama Knows. Here on WMEZ. Mama does know. Textually active. I had a guitar when I was younger. But couldn't afford to keep it in tune. You know, strings and things. My mama told me, son, I'll buy you another. Your birthday's coming up in June Mm. And I watched her work a nine to ten Yes, I did No time to make friends Yeah Come Christmas morning I couldn't believe what was sitting there was a Yamaha FG700 right next to Grandma's rocking chair. Mama knows, Mama knows best. Mama knows, Mama knows best. She said, Never make a promise, a promise you can't keep, cause Mama knows. So in honor of Mother's Day, that was Elijah Blake with Mama Knows. It's been added to the Baby Maker playlist. Type Blames. in, God. type in, uh, textually active in all your DSPs. Uh, it'll come up, and uh, that that's this week. Baby Maker on WMEZ. What's a DSP? 
digital streaming platform. Wow. I like it. I like it too. <laughs> I like that song. Almost got me in here weeping. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's finish up with our memes. I don't have a mom meme. I found one. I don't have a mom meme. So it's a cute meme going around on the internet, and it says, thinking of you, and it has a bunch of flowers, and it says, thinking of mothers who have lost children, those who have lost mothers, those with strained mother relationships, those with strained child relationships, those who have chosen not to be mothers, and those who are yearning to be mothers. And just want to let y'all know we're thinking of you. Stay strong. The day is over for y'all. It's Tuesday. But, you know, stay strong for the following Mother Day, Mother's Days. And, you know, that's it. That's my me. Uh, I ain't have a Mother's Day meme. So I'm going to go with, uh, well, let's just be, uh, uh, <laughs> let's just be positive today then since we can't. Uh, remember where you came from, where you're going. And why you created this mess you got yourself in in the first place. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pick your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Own your shit. Yeah. Get right to it. Uh, so, to tell the truth, guys, I really don't know if I'm going to, like, get back on the social media, bro. Okay. Um. So, I'm just going to, you know, tell the people, like. Drink some water and hug your mommy this week, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or call your mommy. No. You know what, what are we going to do about our favorite segment on the internet? Yeah. A oh, word okay. with Nick <coughs> is booming on Textually Act Pod oh, Instagram. Oh, the people love you, Nick. They love a word They love Nick. you. It's all right. We got plenty to pick from. Yeah. When we run out, though, we're going to... Can I get that password? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be making the tweets. Let me get... <laughs> your draft yeah because you have to let it out somewhere so you need a notebook I got plenty of notebooks lying around you can it's hard it's so easy to tweet man but nah it's not nah, it's cool notes yeah yeah but I like that the social media is toxic it ain't no it ain't about being toxic man it's just um a lot like you know what I'm saying like it's, there's a lot of emotion that goes into it cause it's like you see so much more than you do in your everyday life, you know what I'm saying? Like when you don't, when you're not really paying that much attention to the news, not 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 paying that much attention, but when you're not engulfed in the news, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Twitter is like this platform. It's like, bro, you can, like I had like, you know what I'm saying? I had news outlets on there. I had just, I was following, I was following regular people. Like obviously Twitter had the new uh, feature where it was like, like, like random people that pop onto your timeline, which I don't mind, like whatever, you know, it's cool um, that your people follow. But it's like, that shit is there's like constant information, constant shit coming to coming your way. And I mean, if you're reading the shit, if you're consuming the shit, it, it can consume you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get in like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I, you know, I y'all know like it's kind of it's tough when like some shit happens, you know, some shit goes down, like, you know, some real shit. And it's like, damn, like that shit sucks. And it's hard to kind of Put on your tunnel vision and say, oh, man, I shouldn't even pay any attention to that shit at all or not think about that shit at all. It's like, man, and I'm not really good at that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like when some real shit goes down, dude, I'll, I'll take that shit personal. Like, yeah. like that Nipsey shit still gets to me, bro. It's like, you know, so it's just like, bro, I don't know if I need to see shit constantly. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really not that bad. Like, trust me, I like 
miss opening my phone and being able to look at shit and seeing like seeing what y'all got to say and seeing what people got to say, you know. But it's, it's kind of like, like you're just controlling your day and how you want your day to go. And if you want to see more, I feel like I really agree with what you said. When you put your phone down and just take social media out of it for a little bit, you notice different aspects of your life. Like, oh, well, I haven't heard from Rez today or I haven't seen her tweets. Let me text her. Well, yeah, Let me call yeah, her. Yeah, and yeah. then you kind of live a little bit more. Bingo. I like how you said your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, no, nah, I mean, there'll come a time. I mean, there'll come a time where still it's like, bro, you know, it, and, but like you said though, cause that was funny, cause, uh, this morning I got my screen time. I got my screen time <laughs> update, you know, and that shit was like down like 25%. I don't want to know what mine say this week. See, Boy. and that's just like, bro. And it's not even about like, again, I ain't some motherfucking elitist here trying to tell you like, <laughs> oh man, I'm better than you for getting off of social media. Bro. Like, come on, man. You know, I ain't like that, bro. But it's like, Dog, it you do kind of start like you said, you start to pay attention to different shit mm-hmm. when you're not consumed with other shit going on. Especially on not that social media isn't important, because it is, bro. This shit it is the shit. Like social It's a good way shit. to connect. Let's not act like it's bad. It that shit is the connect. shit, bro. But it's just like, dog, you know, after a while it, it can get kind of repetitive. Like, especially if you're used to seeing the same thing and just kind of not even the same thing, but just kind of used to that constant roller coaster of emotion mm-hmm. like that comes with it because it is man like you know what i'm saying and it, it sounds it sounds really whack to say like like the uh the shooting that happened in colorado like i don't even know much about that shit bro yeah. like but it's like yeah it, you did see it like mm-hmm. it's like oh man you didn't see it for real uh, that, those are things that's why my timeline is how it is it's only oh. the things i care about so oh. i don't get engulfed in that i don't want to get engulfed in that bro okay. i got love shit in my own life okay. to have to see something else to bring me down that's, <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> controlling your timeline yeah, that's fair. That. That's control fair. it bro you're still a dickhead but that's fair that is a yeah. meme control your timeline yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. there we go Absolutely. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and get out of here because you said you want to watch the game, right, Nick? Oh, God. Yeah. We're about to see. Bro, bro. We're about to see. We're about to see Kawhi and. Oh, man. Yeah. Kawhi and. Boy, I can't wait, man. Let's Let's see it. it. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Textually Active. While you're here, make sure you comment, like, and subscribe and leave a review. We like that. Um, Be sure to follow us on our socials. We're on. Instagram at Textually Active Pod. We're on Facebook at Textually Active Pod. And we're on Twitter at Textually Act Pod. And make sure you talk to us. We talk back. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Peace out. Damn. On mamas. We really don't. I knew knew (laughs) one of us was going to say it. On mamas. On mamas. On mamas. On my mama, for real. On Cetus. Yeah. We really don't have a closeout thing, no more. We don't. On the day home. That's wild. Huh? Yeah. That's wild. Oh, dudes, man. dudes, this is all Simone's fault. <laughs> it's all Simone's fault. We blame Simone. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.